This is the Wizard's Nightshirt Podcast, episode 39. the wizard's nightshirt this is episode number 39 i'm rebecca and fresh from the minds of arcadia i have two men with me today will here i am and scott i can break some boulders (laughs) sorry about that sorry about that whole mining thing we're we're sad sacks we're having a hard time (laughs) black lung oh no they've been stricken with all kinds of mind diseases The canary has died. This is some unfortunate stuff here. Thank goodness Prince Adam's going to show up as as the Arcadian OSHA to make sure that you guys are protected. (laughs) At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing He-Man, Season 1, Episode 39, Trouble in Arcadia. Original air date was November 8th, 1983. And in this episode, Adam and Tila discover the city of Arcadia, where men are forced to work as slaves in underground mines, while the women live in luxury in the city above. Seems fair. Oh, sweet, sassy molassie. We've got a gender roles episode. Which we, you know, they're, they're, they're going to get to it. It's mm-hmm. the 80s. And it's a weird one. <laughs> I, do, I, I do like in the beginning, though, you get a little bit more backstory about um, He-Man's mom. I did love that. I love that uh, Queen Marlena was getting some talking up here. But so, yeah, Will, so you, you picked this one for us to do a full-length review of because it seemed just so well, ridiculous. Do, do, do you think it was related to... Uh, What's her name in the Challenger? Because she was the first one to go up, right? Well, not go up, but... Like yeah, the Sally Rod stuff ter- or whatever. Yeah, it was 84, right? Okay, yeah, so actually, Scott, you were probably guessing pretty well here because, like, um, she, in 1983 was the year she was the first American woman in space. So it was the same year. So this would have been really fresh in their minds, I'm okay, thinking. Okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they just played on that. Yeah, so, yeah, they maybe they just had Sally Ride fever, and so Marlena's an astronaut. Women are the queens of this town. <laughs> We're all in space. Is designing women happening at this time? Not quite yet. Okay. <laughs> designing women. <laughs> uh, Joey, quit talking like you ever seen an episode of Designing Women in Your Life. <laughs> uh yeah, I, we had to pick this one because on on paper you just sort of have to see what we're getting into here. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a land landmine issue. They can either completely blow it, or it can actually be really interesting and good. Um, we'll get into how how they fared at the end of the episode, but um, uh, it was it was uh, pretty interesting, and 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 I'm so glad they decided to go the way with the women being in charge because it would have been a real mess if they had gone the other way. <laughs> sure, but. <laughs> This was pretty weird, nonetheless. So you both grew up in mixed-gender boy-girl households. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever have any power struggles with your sisters because of because of that fact? Like doing certain chores or something like that? Or, or like... you know, sisters getting away with something that you felt like you wouldn't have, or, yeah, like unfair chores. Well, or... I think I got away with a lot of stuff because my sister got... was 
you know she wild yeah <laughs> a little bit so 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 I, I i think they were a little bit more relaxed on me because my sister had some wild times did she think that was unfair or did she notice is that a thing oh that i got i was yeah. i was mm, probably <laughs> well, I, okay, I mean of course, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> No, 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 not exactly. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it was, it was, uh, yeah. I'm sure she noticed that I would get more leniency when, you know, she's a first child and they don't know what, what's what. Okay, and so that that would have been different too. That would have played into it as well, the birth order, because, well, your sister is younger than you. And I, I feel like you had some, you had some times where maybe, maybe you felt like your sister got away with some things that um, you wouldn't have done well, we or, just, we just, I don't know. Yeah, we we were just both very different people. I think, you know, she could have she could have an emotional protest and go slam a door or something. And I remember thinking, I didn't even know that was an option in the house. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. And so it was more fascination than thinking it was unfair, I think, which is funny. Both of us were good kids, but 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 she but she would she would test some stuff that I, that I wouldn't also, which I think is funny. Uh, but thinking about the gender role differences, I can remember little things like um, like me sometimes having to take out the garbage because we were mostly spoiled. But then I remember complaining like, "Well, I'm the only one." And then like my mom saying, "Well, when your sister's 13, she can take out the garbage too." And I remember just counting the days till she turned 13, and like on the day, like she's 13, she can take out the garbage. And you're like, "What are you talking about? Take out the garbage, stupid!" And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and so. Uh, so it never got never got heated or anything, but I think you're I think you're aware, and I and I think it was just scientific fascination about about seeing how somebody else decided to deal with the same issues and thinking I just it's never occurred to me to to do that or try that or yeah so. I, I always wanted my sister to mow the lawn <laughs> <laughs> I always had to mow the lawn not that it was that terrible or anything mm-hmm. but you know it was it was yard work and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I think both of us had it. I think I think both in my family, both of us had it uh, pretty easy, so we didn't we didn't really get heated too much. <laughs> and yours is the opposite. Both both girls. So, yeah. So. So, but you but you had to do the lawn at your house. I yeah I did I have to mo- I had to mow the yard. <laughs> yeah, my sister always like claimed allergies. Like we all had allergies. Okay, we all still have allergies. That's funny. I I actually really enjoyed mowing the yard, and this is after my dad died. You know, too, obviously. Um, he, he wasn't like, like, get out there, little girl. <laughs> like, no, like, no this, was, uh, this was afterwards. And um, I actually really enjoyed mowing the yard. I enjoyed doing the, the quote unquote, you know, boy chores, mm-hmm. man stuff. Because, like, when you're a little kid and you can, like, confidently pull the throttle, like, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, like, it feels like adult get, stuff. It does. It does feel like adult stuff. Uh, lawnmowers were, were fun. They I might, did do that. Yeah. They might have recruited you in Arcadia. I guess I just did all the boy chores in my household. That was probably how it was. And my sister got to be the older dramatic sister, which is fine. Now we both do all the chores. It's fine. In our <laughs> yeah, respective houses. I, 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 I like doing the, the yard when it wasn't like 100% my responsibility. Now it's 100% my responsibility. It's like, <laughs> uh, it can get done next week. Yeah, like now you see it growing and it like makes you angry. You're like, no, don't grow. <laughs> I got other stuff to do. You get so mad. Take care of my kids. Jeez. <laughs> Stop growing. Are your next door neighbors like, do they get competitive about your grass no. length? Well, that's good. No. Um, my next door neighbors are, no, they're not. 
Um, no. <laughs> the guy next door, it's it's not like he's upset about it or whatever, but like I can just tell he gets antsy about his grass length. And so if like this yard gets mowed, he's all like, he's got to go out there and do it. His his yard's got to be like a millimeter shorter. Well, I saw one time he walked into our yard to step on a weed that had grown in it. So, <laughs> so the sight of the, the aesthetically something was displeasing in our yard to him. It's too close to his yard. Ugliness was too close to his yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't think that I have the same yard values as other people. He and would that's agree. okay. <laughs> he that's would okay. agree. Look, dude, okay, right now it's like leaf pickup mania is happening, and I just cannot. Look, I am, okay, first of all, there's no trees in the front yard, but there are leaves in the front yard, yeah? I am not going to rake those leaves to the curb so they can get picked up by the city because I, I just can't get worked up over leaves. It's some leaves. They're going to be there. I'm just going to leave them right there. Okay? How about that? How guess about that, you, everybody? Guess you told the city. I did tell the city. <laughs> It is very funny because this is clearly like a big topic in the 80s. You know, we we all wanted to talk about it. We were on the tail end of second wave feminism and we were about to get into the 90s where everyone kept talking about how it was the 90s and we could all do anything. And I just remember that being a very big thing in the 90s. So here's how we approach it. It's a weird one. And let's go. Um, We start with uh, He-Man testing out an electric force shield. So this is like a whirling shield that comes out of his arm, and it's portable. It's Captain America, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's portable, it's easy, it's breezy, it's beautiful, it's cover girl. And um, then he gets called on to visit the lowland villages with uh, Tila. And then here's where we get to where what you were talking about, Scott, when um, Tila and Adam, they take off an attack track to go visit the lowland villages for whatever reason. Um, they're talking about Marlena, and her, you know, astronaut background. Yeah, I'm glad. Remember when we first started talking about her, we were we were acting like it was just a crazy thing that um, I may have read somewhere, but <laughs> it was a very much a real thing, and it's a really neat, really neat backstory. Yeah, no, I love that. I did. I love Marlena getting that attention. And Tila's kind of uh, enchanted with. Uh, her backstory and she was talking to Prince Adam about how she's a fascinating woman and you know all this stuff about her uh, back on uh, her home planet Earth. And Adam's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's all talk about my mom. That's so exciting. (laughs) I was talking with your mother today and about that planet she came from, Earth. Mm -hmm. You know, the queen really is a remarkable woman. Did you know that she was one of the first Earth women ever to fly to outer space? Okay, so I want to come up with a theory that He-Man tires him out so much Uh and takes so much energy from him that Prince Adam is just a lazy, lazy... Well, yeah, it's like you just go and you lift a bunch of weights and you know how you need to get a lot of sleep in order to like repair the muscle. It's probably like that. Yeah, he's, he's, sleep he's just like always 12 hours a day or he's not going to yeah. be able to do it again. I think that's a good theory. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And that's why he's always lounging around and stuff. Yeah, he's just he's just exhausted. He's got to get them gains. And then also, Attack Track's back and he's sassy as ever. It is obvious that men and women are equals. Machines, on the other hand, are quite superior. Why attack track? 
That's mutiny! I love it. I'm always so excited whenever Attack Direct shows up. So excited. And they had been downplaying um, his individuality a little bit, but he was, as Scott says, he was back to his sassy self. In my joke, Tila, after all, where would we machines be without humans? Tila was getting a little worked up, which was fun. I, I like that part of her personality. I do too. And again, if Tila just knew one tenth of all the things no one's been telling her, she'd get ten times more worked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but did you know that for a long time before that, only Earth men were allowed to be astronauts? Men better than women. Ha! Now that's a joke. Track, what's happening? Something is blocking our path. And then they hit an invisible barrier. Yep, out of out of nowhere. And then they're stopped by a hot lady guard. <laughs> accuses them of spying. Halt! Who me? I don't see anyone else here. Why are you snooping around our city's fortifications? And well, like, they they they, they split up for some reason, and they're so far apart. That, oh right, because that, they're in, that they get they taken get separately. separate. Yeah, yeah they're, they're investigating separately. the the diameter of this force field. And yeah. So they yeah they split up in different directions, and uh, Adam gets basically taken prisoner. Because he drops his sword. <laughs> yes, lots lots of good bumbling going on here, and um you know Tila gets accosted by these ladies and you know gets accused of spying. But then Tila just like pulls out some amazing gymnastics like, moves. Like She-Ra caliber. Yes. This is like She-Ra level spinning, twirling, flipping around the pole, whatever that's called. I don't know what that's mm-hmm. called. Um, and they're so impressed. They're like, well, you got to come meet the queen. Because <laughs> yeah. like, that's naturally your response when someone does great gymnastics at you. Uh, you're, like, you're like, well, that was some amazing gymnastics. Please come meet our meet our queen. Yeah, all You the- can be our new jester. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. just come meet her. <laughs> We have the highest caliber ladies in our town. You need to come hang out with us. Gymnastics, let me tell you. I think I've mentioned this before. That is a girl currency. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, if you were a little girl and... Can you do a split? Can you do a split? Can you do a cartwheel? Those okay. are the two big ones. And then, like, when What you, about round-offs? Do you get, like, half credit for no, that? That's, no, that ain't nothing. That's just embarrassing. Don't even try. And if, you are uh, bo- if you're below the nat line in the south, can you clog? So, so, <laughs> so uh, not to... Zora's, we just started, she's doing gymnastics, uh-huh. oh. and that's her thing. Like, she's trying to do, uh, like, a cartwheel. Mm-hmm. She, oh. She's trying to get, it she's is. trying to impress some girls. <laughs> it is wonderful. There are some oh, lamps that are going to get There's hit. There's some, like, hurt heads. There's some little brothers whose lips are going to get busted. Yeah, that and a handstand. She's, she's trying both of those. So we'll, Handstand we'll, we'll is a good one, goes. too. Like, the ultimate gymnastics currency is just, like, a backflip. Like, if you just a standing tuck backflip. That's not to your like way older, but that's when you're just like alpha girl. Oh, I know what flip flops too. Flip flops are very. What is powerful. a flip flop? That's when you when you do hands and feet, then hands and feet, then hands and feet. I don't think that's the right what? term for it. Yes, it is. I think it's a back flip <laughs> or hands a front forward. flip. Hands it's a front flip or a forward flip. Forward. So it's forward. Flip. Hands then feet, then hands then feet. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. think the flip flops right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a real thing. This is a real thing. That's not, that's, not, that's not the definition. Educate def- yourself. That's not the definition for it. Oh, yeah. It's just a front flip. That's what they call that. Uh, that's what they called it. Okay, I'm Googling flip-flop gymnastics. <laughs> learn yourself. I want to try. Gymnastics. I, well, I would love up. to. Get to learning. Why do you need to know my location? Okay? Needing to know where you are not knowing about flip-flops. <laughs> 
They want to buy. They want you to buy. Okay, so here's someone. Gymnastics. Here's someone on YouTube saying standing flip flop and back tuck, baby. That's what she says. So let's look. Let's look at that. Was that a flip flop? Uh huh. But you can go a lot longer. Oh wait. But a lot of times you can do them in sequence, like a lot of them. So when you do a lot of them, that's called flip flops uh -huh. or a flip flop. Uh -huh. Okay. Well, this is very educational, and I'm glad I learned about that. Uh, I would call that a backflip, but I don't know. I don't know from flips. I never had any gymnastics credibility, so it's sad. Um, recently, as recently as Tuesday, I was encouraged to try to do a split, to do the splits, which is another, that's a big little girl gymnastics currency uh -huh. there. Because in bar, which I take bar class, which we've talked about, elbow everyone out of my way, have to be in the front, I'm the best, etc. But like at the end of class, there's a stretch you can do. And like, if you do the stretch enough, you will be able to eventually do the splits. And I'll believe it when I see it, because brother, I cannot do the splits. It's like, I, I'm like strong like an ox. I'm like in there, like my leg muscles are like solid. Like I will and then as an adult, when do you, what do you do? You sit, you sit there like, I'm going to watch all these Bojack horsemen's doing a split. And I'm going to yes. eat dinner doing a split. I'm well, going to cut the know, dog's toenails doing a split. You know, Bruce Lee used to stretch for like two hours a night in front of the TV. I'm just saying. He used to do all his stretching mm -hmm. then. So I could do that. It's just two about hours a improving night. yourself yeah. as a human being. He would, watch every TV, night? he would watch TV and stretch. Yes. And he would start every day with a three-mile run up a hill in like in Los Angeles. Where I mean, it would probably take him like 10 minutes. Well, probably so. But he did it every day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, gymnastics. Tila impresses them with gymnastics. Uh, what happens to Adam in the meantime? They just take him right to the to the slave pits. It <laughs> is the pits, that's don't, for sure. Don't they? And there's yeah, some, they there's, some handsome, there's some handsome dude in charge. He seems very very well kept for being a slave. Yeah, that we get you get some. Yeah, that's uh, that's awful suspicious. And we get a lot of quick cuts checking in between them. So Prince Adam gets dropped off in the mines, and they take his sword. Say, mm, that's a nice sword. But Tila gets transferred with them on their way to meet the queen, and she gets to see a sweeping shot of Arcadia from the flying car, and it's beautiful, and it's been hidden by this invisible dome. And she's asking the other ladies questions about their city and uh, about. Well, I hear about the queen, but uh, who's the king? And then they have a big laugh about that because <laughs> so it was like, well, why, uh, men are good for, oh, never mind, we're almost there. A man playing with Queen Samara? <laughs> a man, no man is worthy of such an honor. Yeah, so we got a bunch of man haters up here. And then also, they keep shouting. The guards do. I, I feel like... I was going to talk about that. The guards just kept shouting. Like, why? Was there a lot of wind? I don't feel like there yeah, was. Yeah, I was. I wrote down that they proclaim a lot of stuff. I've, I've never seen such skill. I invite you to return with us to Arcadia. <laughs> They're in a dome. It shouldn't be that much wind. We will take you to see our queen. <laughs> it was like that. <laughs> You're like, you're sitting right next to me. Yeah, okay, I got it. King! Ha <laughs> That is funny. Yeah, this is this is a, it's an odd group. That's it's, exactly how they recorded it, too. <laughs> yeah, just the voice actor was like sitting way behind, like way like on the couch. He's like, I'm not getting up for this. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and smoke my cigarette, Jerry. <laughs> What shall we do with the sword? Take it to the mistress of arms. Perhaps she can melt it down and make something useful out of it. Get on your feet. 
Why, you're no Arcadian. Who are you? I'm Prince Adam of Eternia. A prince, eh? Yeah, and they're also just straight up, they, they just flat out say, women are better than men, mm-hmm. therefore men are condemned to toil in the mines, and they mine this Arcadium. Is that what it's called? The ore? Arcolite. Arcolite. We you just made that up. You just decided it should be called Arcadium. Why the hell? Why would it be called anything else? This is Arcadia. Why isn't it called Arcadium? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just a man. An I'm just a man. Yeah. I can't possibly know that. Answer. It doesn't matter what it's called. You're just supposed to go mine it. Okay. But uh, but apparently, because uh, also we can't get through an episode without there being some kind of ore, because you know He Man loves yeah, loves we, the ore. Well, the kids love ore. <laughs> <laughs> Mining. So, uh, and that that is the uh, material that powers their dome, essentially. Mm-hmm. And that's why they can have this domed fortification and why they can be so safe and beautiful, I suppose. Even though no one ever comes here because this is the captain of the King's Guard and the prince. And they did not know that this place existed on this planet. So, you know. Well, that's how come they can keep it perfect. Apparently. Although, Tila... Tila gets um Tila gets rough with the queen during her tour of the palace like right away and she'll just say things out loud she's like mm, okay well uh you don't you don't believe gender's equal I guess there's no love then you know just right to her face no conflict no problems and no love either yeah like yeah there's no love <laughs> but also I mean you can tell some like 50s writers do it too like they could have um, homosexual love also. They absolutely could. Yeah. I, I, what I don't get is where does where do the new people come from? <laughs> I guess I'm just saying they if, keep, if, oh, if all the guys are down below they keep and all the women people are above, run into the invisible barrier, it's like a <laughs> they uh, just recruit them. Okay, yeah. Fly they, zapper keep, out there. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> Sometimes women are great athletes who come by here and we will <laughs> recruit them. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta say, um, this is a weird there is, bear with me here this is some weird masculine anxiety slash titillation at, at play here I was that's a great way to describe it I was I was I was thinking about this okay too. if you have if you are a man and you have ever met with interacted with been related to talk to a woman you know that they're basically the same as men and you can just write a woman character basically doing the same thing as a man, but from a slightly different perspective colored by her gender, right? I don't know if they know this. I don't know if this world was conceived of by a man who had ever talked to a woman before. <laughs> because it's that really, I'm going to say creepy. It's, it's creepy is not the right word. It's, a, it's almost a fetishistic reverse power fantasy. In, a, in the same way that, that early iterations of Wonder Woman may have been a bit as well. That makes a lot of sense. I could see, I was almost thinking I could see this as a um, ill-conceived Twilight Zone episode. It was almost sort of set up to, we've got like the weird premise and they especially like to get transported to um, weird alternate realities where some part of society is a little different, like with an airplane breaking the sonic barrier or what have you. Uh-huh. Um, I really felt like this could have been been like the same thing. But yeah, I think you're right about the uh, the male anxiety and the and the titillation about the, uh, about the uh, power reversal. That makes yes, a lot of sense. Borders on fetishization of powerlessness. That was what I wrote in my notes. I should have just looked at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, that, I think you, I think you, I think you nailed it. It was, it was kind of funny. And you know, it, it's kind of funny because some of, some of them struck sort, some of the moments struck sort of a weird note. But there were other times where I felt like it was like satisfyingly modern and kind of made sense. We'll get to it, but especially at the end, the conversation they were having, I was sort right. of like, yeah, that kind of made sense. So you could see they, they, they kind of had their minds in the right place, but. I'm not sure how you do this story and not run into these issues. See, I feel like, um, gosh, was it a lightning round episode that I did where there was the thousand year spring that Tila wanted to drink from so she could momentarily experience what it was like to be as strong as He-Man? I think so. And I didn't I, see it. Okay, yeah. So that that was the lightning round episode that I had, and I something like that I think would have been a really good lens through which to view gender dynamics and and the the difference in roles and you know just the um, feelings that would come up with it. You know, like maybe Tila could be bristling a little bit about how it's not fair. You know that He Man has all this power and she's got to work hard. Blah blah blah. I think they could have done something with that. Uh, I think the city where the women rule over the men. As like masters, it's just very weird. Well, and the, and the thing is, I mean, clearly the writers are not saying that like uh, you know uh, all women are are uh, like this because not. they have Tila being the being the voice of reason here. But it is also somewhat implying that if you were structured something like 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 this this way, this is how women would act right. or something. That's where it starts to be problematic if you're in school that, that is exactly right no that that is why, why it's are you weird. talking about the utopian sort of feel yeah i think it? they're acting like this is the behavior women would default to if the society were structured this way and i think that's where the problem is oh okay um to be more dominant over men yeah exactly right, right. Well, and, and they would yeah. and they would all be that have this sort of like s- severe weird strident personalities and that sort of thing right and and i do think like this is maybe taking a bit of a leap here but i do think that that is a common fear that some like even today um some men who may be gun shy about hearing the word feminist um they may, they often especially younger men who haven't been around to you know like um absorb you know college classes and so forth i think they often think that feminism is something where women want to be elevated above men instead of just like no feminism is like what tila says which is like hey we're all equal we're all doing good and no one's better than the other um but i think that some people would be a little anxious and would conflate just the idea of uh of feminism with you know like these crazy women want us to work in their minds but then we don't get to be in love <laughs> like just what right just what <laughs> it's just i don't know it was just it's silly and it's weird and i'm you know we'll get we'll get through it hey i almost forgot to turn into he-man in act three Ananda, I've got to speak to you. What is it now? These mines are worse than I thought. You haven't seen the half of it. Come with me. On a much lighter note, of course, Prince Adam is whining in the mines. <laughs> of course. Of course I like, he is. I, I like how he, he gives him the tool to bust up rock, and then he just tosses and be like, I'm not your slave. <laughs> and then in the next scene, he's holding it, and he's breaking up rock. <laughs> okay, their work doesn't look that hard. Did you see how they were mining? They held a little instrument up and a laser beam shot out and carved things. They weren't even doing a lot of manual labor. They, it's true. It's mostly just unpleasant working conditions, but it's not like 
I mean, yeah, you're just in a dark tube with a bunch of dudes. What's it's not the like love? Renru Penth or like yeah, the... well, they, well, they have to like after they laser, they Where's gotta pick Iman? it up. You're they not pick really it up Iman. and put it in stuff. I didn't see that part. Uh, you, you didn't see that part. Okay. <laughs> But you're right. They have to get the ore somehow. Well, Prince Adam, he was just like, you know, just like curls. What's that? Know? Star Trek Six or whatever where they go to the... That's what I was just talking about. That's what you, yeah. Yeah, you're just... Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. I'm, I'm glad we're all on the same page. Okay, yeah. Yes, yeah. That's, that's exactly, exactly what I was yeah, thinking about. Because they have laser guns in that. Yeah. But they still have to They still have to carry the stuff and put it in, mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. Put it in the mine. And they have an invisible dome over their city, too. Wow. Well, someone get Iman on the phone. <laughs> um, and so in addition to whining, Adam is also just telling them nonstop, like, hey, you know, these mines are unsafe. These tunnels are on the verge of collapse. And, you know, the beaten down men are like, but we have to keep mining the Arclite. And then, and then the, uh, the handsome foreman of the mines, he's like, Ananda. Ananda says, the queen won't listen, even though she likes me. Even though what? Well, I think she likes me, but of course, she'd never admit such a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just okay. (laughs) And at some point, we don't even have to get into it, because I I just frankly am not interested in in all of the little mini catastrophes that happen. Like, Prince Adam's sword goes to the smelter, and the smelter lady, you know, throws it in the furnace because they need metal, and it doesn't burn, and then, like, you know, Tila sasses off to the women too much, and then so she just runs down to the mines to go find Adam because she finds out he's there. And, uh... The, the queen has had enough of Tila, and she's like, I can't let you go bad because then you'll tell everybody our secrets. And so that's how Tila hairs off on her own to try to go uh, find He-Man. And she does more like acrobatics to get down into the tunnels and stuff. And I feel like it was a perfect example of her character done right versus done wrong. You remember the one where... Um, Castle Grayskull got transported to the other dimension and she fell into the white hole yes. and she was wailing. And this one, she fell down a hole and she goes, Wee! Which is, <laughs> right. which is her. Right. That is totally Tila. And I think that was very in character. Wee! Yeah. Totally yeah. Tila. That was totally Tila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she went down like a slide. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Like... <laughs> she was having a good time. Yeah. She was not worried. Uh, you know, seeing her do Anytime all this... Anytime you get into a tube and you're sliding down, you gotta say, we. Yeah. Even if you're in peril. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy's chasing you with a gun and you're going down a slide. <laughs> Wee! That is, that is human nature. You do have yeah. to say we. It's a test to see if you're really human. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if they didn't say we, then you they know. Went on the slide, did they say we? They were replicants. <laughs> could, could be a reptoid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you know? Put him down the slide. Uh, <laughs> if uh, if he, she was doing, uh, she, if Tila's doing all these acrobatics and stuff, it really made me want to see her do a, a team up with Shira. They had all these crossover episodes. It seems oh, so, I would love that. so weird to me that they never had Shira and Tila team up to do anything. They never even met each other. Was it a voice actor not available issue? I don't know. That seems I want so Tila weird to me. I want them to be friends. I mean, if I didn't know she was going to be the sorceress, uh, then I would start being mad that you know Tila wasn't like didn't inherit her own show she should have been the Shira. that would have been cool she should have been Shira. no i i love it and i always want to see tila you know be highlighted in an episode and i get very mad when they conceal information from her you still have to tell her tell her everything uh and you know we talked about this earlier but the the uh ladies of arcadia they start having some real trouble using their inside voices (laughs) 
I am worried that we will cause war with Eternia if we are found out. It was it was insane. All that hollering is not good for the mind support, you know. You were also talking about uh, how it sounds like they didn't even want to get off the couch to record their lines. There was literally one part that felt like a recording mistake and they couldn't get the actress in there again. And you'll have to go back and watch the episode. I hope to God I can find it to put in the show. But she said something like, what do we do with his sword? What shall we do with his sword? <laughs> I mean, it was the weirdest thing. It was like somebody's uh, little kid came in. It's like, Hun, honey, you want to be in the episode? <laughs> what do we do with his sword? <laughs> it was, it was Try the- it again. <laughs> Try it again. Try it again. She's okay, sleepy. We're done. That's all we're she done. can do. We're done. It's like, uh, <laughs> okay, Mr. Filmation's daughter needs to leave. <laughs> <laughs> she was a good warrior number six. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like, we'll just, oh my lord, we'll have to get her in somewhere. Nobody will watch this crazy episode anyway. <laughs> Definitely nobody 30, 40 years later will be talking about this. Right. Yeah. In great detail. What shall we do with his sword the men and women of arcadia must work together to strengthen the supports beneath the city yeah so uh the city is like collapsing at this point mm-hmm. and then tila is hard at work convincing the queen to like hey look we're gonna have to stop the mines from collapsing you're gonna have to work together with the men you need to have like you all need to band together and everyone needs to work together and you know stop relegating them to the mines and etc you know tell that boy you like him all that other stuff <laughs> um and then adam gets his sword back finally turns into he-man finally gets turned into he-man use, which use that shield Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Finally, there was a purpose had, for that had, weird shield, shield sequence. And the funny part is, he gets rid of the shield, and he's still standing in the fire. <laughs> like, just wait till you get out of the fire, and then then put the shield down. It took me a long time to figure out what in the world his plan was when he was uh, downstairs, and he was uh, released a lava flow that I yeah. Guess... He punched the ground to release lava, mm-hmm. and then the purpose of the lava is to flood the chambers that and that will then harden and that will support so what you're saying is he-man is smarter than you are well engineering (laughs) engineering wise i have to admit i was a little self-conscious when i figured out that i was not ahead of he-man this time (laughs) but uh, but you could have just as easily said it was dumb when if he got caught down there and i hope to god all those miners got out of there right i just picture this huge lava flow behind he-man everybody running their lives and he's going now look who's dumb (laughs) (laughs) Run faster, you fools. <laughs> I th- Maybe I th- you should turn into He-Man. <laughs> oh, wait. Jump on my back. I can run faster than you. <laughs> I guess they did get out early. Mm. Tila convinced them just in the nick of time, and everybody got out, and it was fine. I don't know. So uh, it burns up all the Arcolite. That's, that's, so they're gonna, they can't have this, stru- this, they can't structure their society the same way anymore. So they sort of forced the issue. It's like, well, if we had had that Arcolite, we wouldn't have learned a lesson. Uh, so I guess you got lucky you burned the Arcolite. So I guess we're going to have to learn our lesson. But that was the only reason they're going to change what they're doing. Yes, and so now Queen Sumana is happy that they had the help of the men to uh, solve the problem of the mine collapse. And then also now she is happy to make Ananda the king. Yeah. And they will rule side by side. I guess, I guess um, we were just sort of dismissing the idea of a republic or a democracy pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, They're like, yeah. no, obviously our only choice is to have another ruler. And here's what I love, too. Like, 
Like, the second that, you know, they announced this, is like, and then you're going to rule by my side. We'll rule together. And he goes, well, it's about time. Oh, yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> I decree that Ananda, the noblest and wisest of our men, shall rule by my side as king. Will you, Ananda? Well... It's about time. Just like a man. <laughs> I was, I was one, I was thinking about. You ain't been out of that mind for one minute, and you are already entitled. Come on, sir. <laughs> that's really. What was, that's what I was getting. Come at. on now. We've been making fun of it a little bit, but I feel like we mm. we can't get through the episode without acknowledging a a, a little bit that um. There might be a kernel of truth that, like, men don't have a great track record with society. We at least need to acknowledge that and get that out of the way. But but none of these plans are good. None, none of these structures are good. Yeah, they could have, yeah, they could have, I don't know. They could have had a triumvirate with, I don't know. They could have had a lot of different things. They could have tried something new. But I no. think they needed Sir Orko to help them. Well, I think that's our cue to leave. <laughs> Well, Orko does appear out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I was sleeping in the back, and you're like, what? What? Why is Orko in this? <laughs> yeah. so, so, they're, so they're in the car at the end. Why is the Skeletor back there sleeping, too? They might as well just shove him in the episode. <laughs> everywhere. Everybody. They're having a, a debrief about everything that happened, and um, this is where I was starting to say they sounded pretty reasonable because Tila was saying things like, we're all pretty much the same, but I guess there are a little bit of differences between us and Prince Adam half and he was like, yeah, I guess a little bit. And then, uh, and then uh, I thought it was really... They were getting a little flirty, weren't they? For the first yeah, time we've yeah. seen that. Yeah, yeah. It was the first time. I, I, that. I was going to say that. I don't remember if this comes up anymore and they play with this anymore. I, I kind of like it. I, I want to see more of that. Yeah. yeah. She just wants him to grow up and then, mm-hmm. and then, then she can be his queen. Yeah, that, that, I want to see that. I want that... Man, that. Well, she's sweet on He Man. Right. Uh, she, she's of the bird people. She's not. She's not. Allowed to, she's not allowed to be married. <laughs> well, she, she, she's. That's why Man of Arms. She needs a things. practice boyfriend <laughs> for Stratos. Um, man, man in Arms had had an affair with a bird one time. He's my bird. He spent some time in Avion. My, my like, bird wife. His bird wife. Yes, they like go wife, back and tell him what happened, and he's like, he's like, so you're telling me all the men were the slaves of the birds? Like they're like, no, Duncan, just just the men were the slaves of the women. He's like, but they were birds. Like, no, bird but it, women. But if they were birds, I I would. You do tell what me they there's said. a whole society of bird women, and they tell me what to do. You say, <laughs> like, did they no. lack my shield? <laughs> like, no, Duncan, they weren't birds. So, like, t- so t- but do you think they're awesome birds? <laughs> Did you did you see a bird at least? <laughs> well, okay, we're done. They have nice All right. feathers. All right, maybe you can go next time, Duncan. <laughs> so, t- so what was Tila? How they flirted? Tila was touching his hand a little yeah, bit. Yeah, she yeah she reached over. She reached over. And, it was yeah, sweet. She just they, 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 they did an embrace too once once they found each other. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. and then that's when Orko pops out of the back and he's like, ooh, cut it out, guys, or something like that. Yeah, Orko. Orko, what are you doing here? Trying to sleep. Orko, you've been asleep in the back seat all this time? Yeah, I hope I didn't miss anything exciting. I don't, Orko, you're getting kisses from Shira. I don't know if that's Yeah, I didn't yet, like that he, bro- he broke them up. So Seriously, Orko. But I, I, like, I like where that was going. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> All right, so here's where we get a moral that has something to do with the episode. I didn't see this one coming. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> I never in my wildest dreams that I think Tila was going to stand here and tell us about the Magna Carta. Tila said the words Magna Carta. A wonderful document came into being. It was called the Magna Carta. It was very weird. <laughs> Which is great. I, why didn't they just talk about the Mayflower I just learned compact? about that in third grade. <laughs> I mean, like, it's good. You gotta, you gotta be relatable to your to your viewers. I oh, guess, I guess that's true. They would be hearing that a lot. Yeah, You'll be hearing they, the word you would hear lot. about the Magna Carta probably around then. So that was the foundation of equality-based laws or something is what they're saying. The way it should be, one of them says. Yes, so... All, all, all men, all people right. were created equal. Yeah. I was like, that that kind of worked in practice. Thanks, Magna Carta. But it was just very <laughs> funny that the Magna Carta got brought up in a cartoon. At least she didn't come out and say, don't do drugs. Like, I don't know if I could... Uh, that's just an old that. standard. That's just safe in the 80s. Uh, and, and Mr. T and everybody else has that covered in the 80s. Uh, let's... Let's talk about how how well this episode did. I'm going to I'm breaking everything. I'll go first uh, since I'm a man, <laughs> I guess. Right. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Maybe Rebecca should go first for this one. Um I, I as weird as this one was, I thought it was a lot of fun. I kind of liked it. And at least Tila was in character. Um, I think they could have pulled it off better, so they're not going to be as high as they could. But I had a good time watching it. For that reason alone, I'm, I'm going to give it um, four. And I guess I would give it um, four inside voices. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it three inside voices out okay. of five. I mean, yeah, I did. I really did like seeing Tila, you know, Tila, Tila, you know, totally Tila. Yeah, she but, did a good... I, I, I really like what they did with Tila. But I gotta say, it's just weird. It's weird. And if women were in charge, men would not be slaves. That's weird. That's true. I'm just saying. If I'm not taking it seriously, uh, I'd give it a four. But yes, I, I agree with all the things you're saying. I'm just saying. Okay. Scott, what, how do you feel? Uh, I'd say 3.2. Okay. I liked it. Attack Track was in it. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, that may I may have to go up point two. <laughs> I agree <laughs> with your score. Okay. Okay. So okay. Rebecca's even with me now. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh. I forgot about a tech. Track. Will Will are you gonna go down to three point two? <laughs> so we're all even. Men and women are even. Um, no, I, I I thought it was a, I thought it was an okay episode. They had some good good sweeping shots, and it was it was you know some silliness and good. I think it was good. And I like the romance thing at the end. I want to see more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the power of Grayskull. That's our show for today. Next week, we'll be reviewing Season 1, Episode 43 of She-Ra. Welcome back, Cal. If you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have any questions or comments for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and subscribe to the show on iTunes. We want to thank you for listening. And please remember, Attack Track is better than you. What shall we do with his...